0: Okay, Warriors, you are listening to Unqualified Therapists. Remember, stay wild and weird.
1: Hey, Warriors, this is Amy. And I'm Sarah. Yeah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of The Unqualified Therapist. It is our last one for 2021. Ooh, ooh, Holy shit. Where did this year go? I don't know. Good places, bad places. I mean, just like, you know, typical life shit, up and down. Right. <laughs> but I, I was listening to a podcast this morning talking about reflecting and how to reflect on the year and one way was to look back in your phone and look at every picture starting in January and up here. And, you know, there's a lot of really good moments and, um, you know, I really appreciate them. So I think going back and appreciating all the good moments, again, 2019, 2020 was a complete dumpster fire. <laughs> so <laughs> 2021 did not have to like exactly excel um no she was like listen guys basically I have to keep you alive and then I've won like I'm just gonna show up a little bit I'm gonna give you like one or two adventures that are fun and then you can call it you know a win (laughs) (laughs) oh 2021
2: you fickle bitch you
1: yes but 2022 I have good feelings good things are coming better things even Yes, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. It's gonna be a good year. Uh, You know, I just—I don't know. I just feel it. I feel like it could be the twos. I don't know. The twos, yeah. Yeah. We'll have to—we'll
2: have to have Amy on again to talk to about the
1: twos, Amy Rosen, with the angel numbers.
2: Because that was a fun
1: episode. That was a really fun episode. I don't even think that was. I don't think that was last year. Was that the year before? That was, I think that was the year before. Yeah. So that was
2: 2020. One our, it was one of our
1: firsts. Yeah. yeah it was one 2020. of our firsts. So today we are going to talk about our, I don't even want to say top episodes, maybe most memorable or yeah. the ones that jumped out at us. And we're also going to talk about our top downloaded episodes, which is how I guess we can determine the favorites from my out there land
2: yeah from all y'all <laughs> oh as we say here in pittsburgh
1: pennsylvania yin's guys yins, yin's guys <laughs> so before we not do everybody that, says that though by the way just wanted to we that do not there. have an amy's first which we have to bring back and i need to do more things maybe i don't know um <laughs> there's been a lot of rest and it's good you need rest <laughs> i don't know is parenting rest no Okay. That's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing hard. I've been parenting hard. Um, I did gingerbread houses and I baked cookies and I, I mean like I've been coloring a lot. I don't know. I'm just parenting hard. So
2: girl, I have been coloring like it's my motherfucking job. Like it's because that's my like meditation escape rest my brain. Is coloring because I don't oh, but think- there's no
1: quiet when I color because I color with a little person. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> you color alone, don't you? No,
2: I color with a little
1: person, but my <laughs> little person isn't as little as your little person. <laughs> so 2022, we're bringing back Amy's first. But for now, we are going to hear all about a lift story from Sarah. Yes. So L Y F T lift. Um, yes. Like pick you up. In a
2: car. (laughs) I drive for Lyft during the week, and um, I don't know if that's a thing outside of the U.S., but basically it's a rideshare thing. So you can order a car to come pick you up and drive you places, and it's basically like some random dude or dudette like myself who will come and pick you up. You you know, there's background checks and all that jazz. Anyways, so I drive for Lyft during the week, and... Um, I always get some interesting characters, but this week I had a super rad dude, and I really liked him, and I was like, I have got to tell the world about my ride with the lead singer of a punk band.
1: What? Spo-
2: Spoiler alert. So <laughs> I get this, you know, um, ride. I pick him up in front of a tattoo shop in Shadyside, which is an area of Pittsburgh, and which We're is talking. cool in and of
1: itself. Okay. Yes. I
2: freaking love that area, by the I'm way. I'm intrigued. And I was talking to him about it, I'm like, you know, do you live around here? And he says, yes. And he's like, I, you just picked me up from work. And I was like, oh, you're a tattoo artist. And he's like, yeah. And uh, so I asked him, you know, how long have you been doing that? And he said, 30 years. He's been a tattoo artist for 30 years. That's like, wild. Isn't that wild? Like, I just people who can do something artistic like that for that long like yeah. congratulations like that's freaking amazing I love it like my sister did hair for 30 some years like I just think that when you get to express yourself and do those yeah. kind of creative things it's kind, it's really cool That's cool so of course I love like, it yeah I well and I asked him too I'm like do you love it or are you bored yeah. and he's like no you can't get bored he's like "That just you can't yeah. you don't yeah um he's he still loves it he's having a great time so of course I'm like oh this is like my dream ride I can ask this guy all the questions that I have been wanting to ask <laughs> but when you're getting a tattoo it's like the pain and oh no the other th- things th- yeah. that are Mm-mm. there's no there's like no chatting talk. it up nope 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 I just sit there and like oh <laughs> like I breathe through my teeth when I'm getting my tattoos it feels so hurt so good um mm-hmm. so I was like all right here we go uh so I asked him I'm like how the hell do you freaking practice like you're putting permanent ink on somebody's body that is never going to come off like how in the hell do you do that without fucking it up like how are you a newbie tattoo artist yeah. and so he's like oh well you practice on yourself and I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> so he's like, "You do a lot of that. You practice on yourself." He said they also have fake skin, which was like, "What?" <laughs> I always to me, uh, I was as like, soon as ew. you said that, I
1: think of like um, Silence of the
2: Lambs. <laughs> ew. <yes. laughs> he's like, gross." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Clarice um yeah so they have fake skin that they use but he said it doesn't like react the same way that regulars like real skin does so it's not that awesome so they prefer you to just practice on people so then they'll have these like open house type things for apprentices where you can go and get discounted tattoos from an apprentice
1: who's practicing basically so like who does that though (laughs) i mean i I don't know I mean, here's the thing that maybe people who don't get tattoos don't understand. They are baller expensive. Yes. They are so expensive and they're ridiculously expensive. And if it's not expensive, I'm worried for your else. tattoo. Go somewhere <laughs> go else. Go somewhere else. <laughs> so I guess I'm just not one. I guess unless it was like on my butt or something. <laughs> that would be like, I'm going to let this apprentice just like go ahead and give, me a, give it a shot.
2: I mean it's discounted. I don't know what discounted would be. I mean fifty percent off I don't know. If it's off, like,
1: I don't know, free?
2: still 50 percent <laughs> off is still a it's still a good chunk of change. And it's on depending your depending on the forever.
1: size. Oh yeah, that's there right. forever.
2: Go ahead. But I mean I, there are people though that just go they like, you know, pop them like candy. So yeah. yeah There could be that. Or if you give me, you know, take me to brunch, give me some mimosas, I might be down for an apprentice <laughs> tattoo. I don't know, we'll see.
1: Sure, why not?
2: Sure, why not? So then I asked him, I was like, all right, what is the weirdest tattoo you've ever given? And he was like, it was like, he's like, oh, weird. That's a hard question. And and I thought he was going to think about it for a while. And then he just spit it out. I was like, oh, you didn't even have to think about that one. He's like, all right. He's like, I don't know. You may think this is cool. I'm not sure. <laughs> you might you might be down with this." <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody has different tastes. Everybody thinks different things are cool. But the weirdest one to me was this crescent moon and the, you know, the moon had a face and it, you know, had the whole full
1: eyes, nose and mouth, and which is was like a-, a very popular and cool tattoo. Yeah, right, right. I'm
2: like, okay, there's nothing weird about uh-huh. that. Uh, he's like, and then there's a dude hanging off the tip, like the top of the moon, and he's hanging down in front of the moon's face, and his dick, <laughs> his dick is out of his pants and in the moon's mouth. <laughs> and oh, I was like, no, God. that's fucking weird. <laughs> That's, oh weird. that's weird oh my did
1: he that is weird and fucked up and disgusting did he say where it was on his body i didn't know i didn't ask that shit i should oh, imagine if that shit was like on your arm and you're just like right at, and at it's- like <laughs> giant eagle or costco or something like <laughs> <laughs> there's like a oh i can't even repeat it what? oh my gosh Ugh. okay so
2: he's like well i mean that's the weirdest one i've given but I've put some tattoos in some weird places and I'm like thinking like oh yeah like on your butt you know like yeah (laughs) or like on a boob you know like me I'm 12 (laughs) years old (laughs) like that's what I'm thinking in my head He's like, I was like oh really I'm like where's the weirdest place and I'm like it's got to be like a nipple or something like that he's he just like yeah weirdest place I ever gave a tattoo was on this dude's taint (laughs) I was like (gasps) what (laughs) what And he goes, he's like, listen, this was decades ago. He's like, this was like when I was very first starting. So I was like, yeah, sure. What the hell? I'll do it wherever. And I was like, but now would you say yes? And he's like, no, probably not.
1: Oh, I mean, there's so many questions. I'm not getting into them, but they're just like, oh, (laughs) like one, who's going to see it? Two, you have to like hold it taut? Like, are you like, like, oh my God, yes. Like, like, so you spread. Like, what, what position are you in while this is occurring? I don't know. Three. That's like <laughs> sensitive skin. Yeah, Damn. that has to hurt. Yeah,
2: like, how do you lay still for that?
1: Oh uh, so, yeah, no, thank you. Okay, no, moving
2: along. I can't on. do any more of that. Uh, but the the coolest connection of this ride was he, he had on. Um, face mask like you know obviously and but it said the cheats on it and I was like oh that's cool is that a band that you like and he's like it's a band he's like but I'm the lead singer of the band I was like well that's rad (laughs) and I was like "What what kind of music do you play and he's you know he's like we play punk you know some punk music and uh he's like we just play locally around he's like but I've been in that band forever I guess they've been together for a while and um and I was like oh that's awesome and uh I told him how I wanted to get back into singing and you know that was like my jam too and how I had this friend um who um insert explanation that it is Amy's boyfriend Mike (laughs) who's (laughs) the drummer of a band who you know he and I have been talking about trying to get something up and running and we want to do a cover band it'll be out there someday guys and it's called steal the covers steal
1: the covers get it Get it? Get it?
2: Uh, uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, TM, don't steal it. Uh, we, yes. so I'm talking about it, and he, and I was like, he's like, oh cool. Does he drum for a you know band around here? And I'm like, yeah, he's the drummer for Johnny and the Razor Blades. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. He's like, I know Johnny. I know Mike. He's That's, like, I record at Johnny's studio all the time. That is was like, so wild, isn't it? I was it's like, the how the hell? Small city. Such a small city. It's so crazy how many people know each other. Um, but I just thought that was so cool. And then I was like, did you hear the exciting shit? And he's like, that they're on the X right now? And I was like, yes, they're being played on the radio. So if you're local, if you're listening and you're in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and you listen to 105.9 The X, Johnny and the Razor Blades, that song Fade Away that they're playing, that's Amy's boyfriend Mike that's on the drums. Just that's a little him. shout
1: out. How freaking uh, cool is that? Uh, for a few more days i i have listened to so much commercials and x music (laughs) and i don't listen to the radio i usually listen to podcasts or music from my spotify so i was like okay i can do this i really thought i would catch it but i have not caught it um you know i've heard like somebody else caught it and i heard that recording so regardless it's fucking cool
2: i caught it i'm so shocked it was my entire family was in the car we're all in the car headed over to your house and, and it came on and it was like we like just switched the station over to the x and it just the, you know, DJ's like, Johnny and the Razor Blades. And we were like, what? So we just like crank it up real
1: loud. And the kids yeah. were like, this is
2: Mike's band. And the kids are like, oh my God, this is so cool. So it was just like a really fun thing to be able to oh, experience. Oh, that's it. cool
1: that your kids thought it was cool.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. They think that he's like the raddest.
1: I think sure. Lily's just playing like cool because she loves him, but she makes fun of him. She's like, so what? You're on the radio she's oh like my gosh. she's like you're just so old oh <laughs> barf i think she's just messing with him but I, oh, she for i sure am is. extremely proud of them i think it's a huge accomplishment and um super exciting
2: yeah you're gonna have to listen to the pop vultures episode that's going to be coming out in the new year when he talks about how um his band is kind of getting out there from a gift that he was given. For oh, Christmas. that's
1: right. We'll let him tell yeah, that so story.
2: He'll tell that story on our pop vultures episode in the new year. Make um, sure
1: you're Vegas. subscribed to pop vultures. It's fun. Yes.
2: Super fun. It's our other podcast where we uh, get to talk about all of the pop culture stuff
1: uh, and get, take a little breather from all the, 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 heaviness. Heaviness. the heaviness. Well, I have a lot of light things on my list. And again, yeah. I did not pick in any order and these are not in any way shape or form my, my favorites they just they stuck out to me that's basically what it was so they were memorable they stuck out in some way um and so my first episode of our podcast in 2021 yes. that i was like this is funny was episode 30 <laughs> and it's where there's a white claw there's a way so this is where the quote uh, originated Yes, from this episode. So we're going to go ahead and play that so you can hear it. And Mike had taken me to... He had taken me away for the weekend. It really doesn't matter where. And we were playing around, taking pictures on bridges. (laughs) I know that sounds so weird. (laughs) And we decided to do engagement photos, fake ones, using White Claw (laughs) as a ring. It's so funny. it just was... I don't know. it, It and maybe it's not like, you know, tr- like being okay, being funny now, but it's so funny. No, it's, it's funny. It's really funny because, you know, like there's just this picture of me holding the white claw out. Like, you know how people will hold out their ring on their hand? Oh, yeah. And so anyways, that is where, where there's a white claw. There's a way originated. You and gotta put has- those pictures up. Will you put them on our Instagram? I will put them in our Instagram. Yeah, I'll put them up. Okay, okay. I hope that nobody's like, "Oh my god, they got engaged." No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> I mean, just- it's pretty clear that there's a fucking can on your head and not a well, ring. There's, there's some where he's like on his knee from far a distance, and then yeah, there's yeah, yeah. like whatever. Ah, man. You know, <laughs> they're really just- funny. This unpostable terrible photo well there's a whole unpostable series that you've gotten to see that I did not show anyone on the Facebook because I told him there's like 70 year olds that'll have a heart attack if they don't get the joke you Uh, know how Facebook's like old people's land Yeah, like I could just see like I don't know like us great aunt (laughs) someone being like what Amy got
2: engaged
1: without looking that the next one I got engaged with a white claw so it's a great series of photos, if I do say so myself. Um, but yeah. It's-
2: I think I think we should add one to the show notes. Oh, we
1: should. Yes. Yes. Okay, good. And, and Mike was all, like, he was, it was great because he was like the di- director. And he was like, okay, now <laughs> hold the white claw. For those of you on YouTube, you can see. But hold the white claw on top of your hand like it's the ring right here. And, oh, my God. And he's like, now I've got to get one with your face, looking at it lovingly. <laughs> It only fell once. And then I was like, crap, I can't drink that now. Oh. I
2: still drank it. I, I'm sure yeah, you did. Yeah.
1: I mean, where there's a white claw, there's a way. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think we found your like life quote. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am totally claiming that. I just like was looking back at those too when I was looking at my pictures of the year. And I'm just like, so I have to say like one of the things I'm the most proud of is my relationship with him because I've had to work so hard. And so has he, and it's one of the healthiest relationships I've ever had in my life. Um, romantic or non-romantic and we have a lot of fun together, like sometimes with kids, but. Let's just take away kids <laughs> always. <laughs> like, we are, we have the best time. And so that yeah. was just, you know, that was just an example of like our ridiculousness. And I just love it so much. So, but if you go back and listen to episode 30, you'll get that story. But you'll also on the back end get some serious awesomeness of t- uh, five reasons or five ways to help someone with mental illness or like what you should say, how you should act just it was just the beginning of us trying to educate ourselves and you and so it has some good information so that's a fun episode that has some fun stuff as well as some you know good content that can you can learn from yeah i
2: love that i it's crazy cuz you know going through this i was like oh my gosh I, I get, we kind of get lost in the shuffle of like all the stuff that we've talked about over the, over the past year and we have had some really amazing people on as guests with some really fucking mic drop moments that are like incredible and then we've also had some really great conversations between the two of us where we've been able to be vulnerable and share yeah. with each other and share with all of you and just admit our our faults <laughs> like where we are just struggling and and just know that we have this you know family out there who is uh right there with us so it was just a really great eye-opening thing to do to just go back through and and listen to some of these things so my um first one that I picked was Becoming a Magnetic Woman and that is episode 25 and that was with sex and relationship expert Lauren Joyce and that was like the beginning of me and Amy's sexual revolution (laughs) She's not kidding, okay? Like, for real. Like, I was listening to it, and I was, like, giggling because we were so naive and prudish, and, like, we were like, oh, my
1: God. Like, even saying the word sex was, like... (laughs) We're we're putting that out into the everything. Yes. Yes, And, And so that conversation sparked for Sarah and I, then conversations with our partners, and then this whole... This whole new world, <laughs> <laughs>
2: whole this whole new world,
1: beautiful
2: new world. Yes. <laughs> we opened up for ourselves
1: as yes. we So learned. Lauren Joyce is, is a really like amazing woman who is full of knowledge. And so, yeah, listen to that episode to hear some of the mic drops. I mean, it was like mic drop after mic drop after mic drop.
2: Yeah. Like she was One dropping the- truth. She was dropping to Ruth. And so if you, I know a lot of people can relate to this. I kind of want to throw this detail out there that she grew up in the Catholic school system and like in the Catholic church. And so she calls herself like a recovering Catholic. Like she grew up with a very um, tempered sexuality. Like you didn't talk about it. It wasn't like a, a thing. So it's not like she grew up in this very open environment. Um, she experienced a traumatic experience with the loss of her dad and then, you know, wanted to use that experience to catapult her life into the good. She was like, how can I use this? Yeah, this trauma to to better my life? How can I, you know, instead of it being something that destroys me, like, how can I use this to, to build myself up? So she signed up for like a bunch of different courses. And one of these courses just happened to be this, like exploring her sexuality. So that's kind of like the origin story of her. Um, if you want to check that out, I'm sure that a lot of you can relate to that because I I know, you know, Catholicism is, is a huge,
1: um, trigger when it comes to sexuality. Yeah. I think that's a, a really great, like thing that's, you know, a thread between all of our guests and ourselves is people who use their trauma for something good for the greater good to, um, to share something, to tell their story, to whatever it is. Um, but yeah, that, that was a great way to put that. That's exactly what she did.
2: Let's hear from Lauren. I say that the patriarchy like, was super smart because they took the feminine out of the divine, right? Mm-hmm. They made the one God male, which mm-hmm. Yeah. LOL, because if anything was going to create <laughs> life, really, it was a God. <laughs> <laughs> okay not
0: the one that brings life into the world fine well that's right that's the whole conversation for a later date
2: right and they took the divine out of the body especially for us as women they made us think our bodies were wrong dirty like yes. menstruation is this dirty thing yeah. childbirth is this horrific event when yeah. thousands of years ago the female body body specifically the vulva was revered as magical Great episode. So that is Becoming a Magnetic Woman, episode 25.
1: So my next one is episode 49, The Aftermath. And I picked that one because it was the one where I felt like I was the most vulnerable. Um, I told a story uh, that I don't tell often at all. And it was the story of basically going to retrieve my husband's body across the country after he had passed away. And in detail, I tell you what it's like step-by-step step because we brush over that and we just think, okay, well, they have to get the body and then they have to get it back and then they have the funeral. And all. And there are so many nuances to things that happen and so many emotions and so many feelings in between that no one talks about. And then you feel like you're being surprised by it all. So I talk very frankly about, that um experience and um my friend jesse marsh is on that episode as well and she went with me as we traveled to um arizona and so she gives her perspective but the part that i'm sharing with you is the part where i had to see the body and i guess it would be the part where i realized it was real that this had actually happened. They did say like, you can look at this arm. I do believe that one side of his uh, was badly broken, but the arm that had the new tattoo that I hadn't seen, I got to like see that arm and um, I just laid on him. I laid on him and I gave him a kiss and I cried and I told Jesse I wasn't leaving. I was like, look, I can just lay right here on the floor. She's like, you can't. Yeah, I had to take you with me. It was horrible. I didn't yeah. want to leave. I did not want to leave. Because like, it's so much more real once you walk out yeah. the door the other way. And yeah. I felt like I just felt him there. And I felt like, you know, I know as much as anybody else that the body is nothing. But it just felt so comforting to be there with him. And, to hold, and I was like, this is the last time Like, I'm going to get the comfort of his body.
2: And how do you put a time frame on that?
1: Yeah, and how do you put a time frame on that? But they're like literally out in the hallway like this. You know what I mean? Like waiting for me to be done. It's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. And to be standing there with you while that happened. um, And I didn't feel like I could give in to any emotions that I had because I was the support person. right? And so I still don't know if if i've processed that and i can't even imagine for you if you feel like you've processed it because i felt like there were too many things to do Like I didn't there was too many tasks at hand, even though you were taking care of them. We had like a very short time frame. My kids were at home grieving. I had to get home to them. So we had to do this quick, maybe for that moment, maybe for the moment that I laid on him and I kissed his lips and I just said, babe, like I I can't even believe like this is it. Like I had a conversation with him like how like I mean, we know how. So this episode also really is just one that sticks with me
2: and pulls at my heart so much because, um, I mean, we have gotten so close over this past year. um, It's hard not to when we're being so vulnerable, uh, but also just really learning so much from each other. And I learned so much from you from hearing that side of your story. in in learning about you that you are such a fucking strong badass warrior woman like and I know that it's so hard to hear that when we don't feel that way when you're in that pain and you're in that grief we don't feel strong we feel so broken but I just and I think that now you know when people would say to me you're so strong and I would be like stop saying that to me like it would make me angry but I think that hearing that part of your story is helping me to be able to accept that from others because that was what I felt like when I heard you say that, I was like, Holy shit. Like she is so strong. Even though I knew, I knew in my heart that that's not how you were feeling, but it was so black and white in front of me right there. I was like, God, like I know that she's not feeling it, but, but that is proof right there. So,
1: and I I definitely, Wasn't feeling it in the moment or any time after that, or even when we recorded that episode, it wasn't until I listened to it, um, that I can say, yeah, I agree with you. I am a badass and I'm really proud of myself because I did what needed to be done. Um, I'm not erasing that story. I am not pushing it away, but I'm also not dwelling in it. I have a new life now that's beautiful. Um, while I honor my yes. other life, yes. So I'm proud of myself for that. That is a weird middle place to live. Uh, I don't. Yeah. F- I don't really recommend it. <laughs> but <laughs> if you can do it, it's beautiful. Um, I just feel like it's so important to give Scott's story the the airtime the the writing on the page whatever it is because it's so important for him to share that about him as well as to help others and then just as much as it's so important to tell people about Mike because he is like a one in a million you know
2: right right to
1: be there for me while I'm doing those things so exactly
2: exactly I think this is like a huge lesson that I'm taking from therapy <clears throat> this year is you know in case you don't know this if you haven't listened to all of our episodes we share a therapist um, so <laughs> we, we don't what go to you at the do? same time but no. uh, we we have <laughs> the not, same we're therapist we're not in couples therapy yet <laughs> no no not yet I mean, <laughs> I think all couples should I mean no matter how strong your relationship is oh, I think yeah. it would be beneficial but um we So you're probably going to recognize some of these things I'm about to say, but uh, she uses and a lot and it just helps me. And she emphasizes it when she says it. She'll say like, you can feel sad and feel joy. Yes, she you does. Can, you know, so it's like this knowing that you can you had this relationship in this marriage and you have this beautiful new relationship. Yeah. Like, so you can honor Scott's story and live this joyful life with Mike too. So it's like that lesson has been a big one for me this year.
1: I agree. Um, So that was,
2: that was a beautiful episode. You guys definitely need to listen.
1: So that's episode 49. All right. Give us your next one, Sarah. All
2: right. So my next one is, so I have, this was so hard to do. So I just had to go with the ones that just like really stuck with me. Okay. So, I mean, I don't know how this could not stick with either one of us. But my next one was episode fifty-four, storytelling uncovered with Dateline NBC's Josh Mangowitz. Did you hear that? Did
1: you hear that? <laughs> Josh Mangowitz. He's spoke Dateline, to us. Dateline NBC. I mean, no big deal. No big deal. I mean, no big deal at all. I'm gonna change was... it from NBC to NBD. No big deal. <laughs> That was one of the highlights of my life. I think. Yes. Same.
2: <laughs> like, you know, they say don't meet your heroes because you'll be disappointed, but this was the opposite of that. Like I'm so fucking glad that I got to meet him because I've been watching him since I was like 12 years old. I've been watching Dateline forever. I know I've been like a true crime fan forever in a day. Um, that's a story for another day. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> on why, um, it, to meet him though, like he was such a nice guy. Like, and his, like he had
1: what you see on TV he's better than that
2: even better than that. Like he seems so like sketched out, but he's like, mm, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> he's like <laughs> so skeptical mm-hmm. all the time of everyone, which is amazing. It's my favorite part about him. Um, He, he like, you can tell he doesn't believe a word. Anybody says I mean, yeah. victims and their families. He does. It's the, the, the people who are trying to like the accused. He's yeah. just like, really? <laughs> like he, And he'll, he'll even say it, like when he goes, come on. yeah
1: yeah he was so kind and so i just so good to us um it was wow it's one of i am so proud of that episode so if you have not caught that you should go back because he has some amazing stories to share and i mean obviously it's just so fucking cool (laughs)
2: It was just really cool to hear like how he got his start though too and like yeah. he grew up in a he grew up in a pretty like well-known family that was like in Hollywood but yeah. also in politics like you guys got to listen to it it's just I was like astounded with his whole background it was really cool. And he was so nice to record a little like beginning which you guys hear every time that's Josh Mankowitz when you hear that's Okay right. Warriors.
1: So I don't even if I've told this before, I'm going to say it again because it's like my favorite thing is that Avery loves it and so he has yeah. me play it to go to sleep. So it's just <laughs> it's just Josh Mankiewicz saying that over and over and over and over <laughs> again. He's like that voice, that voice, and I'm like, I know. It's so soothing. I know him and Keith Morrison
2: like put me to sleep every single night. I'm like, all right, time to cozy up in bed. Let's put but on I'm date like, line.
1: I-, I wanted to make sure that Josh, I, like when we said that to him, like in the best way, like right. You know what I mean? You're not boring. That's not, not yeah. that. You just have a voice of comfort.
2: It's not hard to be around people who have committed murder. What's hard is to be around the families, to be around the people who are left behind by this, and to see sort of the terrible ripple effect of murder sort of roll forward over these families.
1: That voice, of course, that's on our list. That is a (laughs) big episode. Yes. So uh, before I get to my last episode, I just want to talk about a couple others that we had. Uh, because every human is unlimited, that's episode 37, where yeah. I was starstruck yet again when we interviewed Brian Deegan, who was the um, founder of Human Unlimited. And that's a t shirt company that has beautiful sayings that before I knew what I needed, those shirts were there for me. I was in some deep shit. And I don't know why, but they just really gave me solace. And so getting to meet him was uh, that was yeah another starstruck moment. And he has a lot of cool things to share. Their shirts are so like
2: just a (laughs) quick little plug for them because I know I'm like obsessed. I love their t-shirts. And Amy, you're obviously the one who introduced me to them years ago. And I will say too, like you always had on a Human Unlimited shirt, and it would every time you'd walk in, I'd be like, "Fucking love your shirt," and you're like human unlimited I know and, and it was just like this you know thing that and, and in could tell that it was like it gives you that that extra like um confidence I guess like in your step like you're wearing something yeah. like you're wearing your heart on your sleeve you're wearing exactly like fuck you statement that you're feeling kind of like yes. that fuck, fuck off kind of thing sometimes yes. and then sometimes it's like the it's like a nice you know, fuck off though yes exactly <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh I also really enjoyed episode 39 it was Neighborhood Blueprints, and that was yes. with Ryan and Greg. They're the authors of When You Wonder, You're Learning about um, Mr. Rogers. I I walked away from that just feeling like I had gained so much knowledge. And yeah. two of the nicest guys. For sure. That was yes. incredible. Um, so... It just stuck with me. Go check that out. Their book, the book is amazing too. So yes, that's episode great. 39. And then also, cause you know, I don't follow the rules, so I didn't go three. <laughs> episode 41 is our live show, Burning Bridges. And Hell yeah. I mean, for obvious reasons, you should listen to that yeah. one because it's our live show. I'm so proud that we did a live show so early on in our adventure and I'm just really excited to do more live shows. I can't freaking wait. I can't wait. We're So we're boosted and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. So, yes we are. We're ready to go. I will now tell you the one that I would love to share some clips of. Yeah. It is episode 32, Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> this episode is to me just back-to-back-to-back to back to back antics of Amy and Sarah. I mean, it is like <laughs> someone could make a cartoon about us. <laughs> or a comic. Or, I don't know, like, we are if, if there's trouble to get in y- Yeah, I know. Sarah it's and ridiculous. Amy will find the trouble. Like, if there is you know, shit to step in, they will step in it. Like, I mean, it's just basically like whatever, you know, it, it, seriously, it reminds me of like a I oh, I don't know, like some sort of like old timey, like cartoon where it's just like, you know exactly what's going to happen. Like they're going to run off the cliff. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: And like the Benny Hill music <laughs> plays where it's like.
1: <laughs> so. Gosh, so good. So we tried to go camping because in our research, we have read over and over and over that nature is a is get one of the things you should have in your toolbox to help you with your mental health. All yes. right, fine. Let's get into nature. So <laughs> <laughs> last June, we go camping and sort it of. was. It is not roughing it at all No. It is definitely some bougie ass camping, but it, ha- it was a tent Sarah and both got It was a tents, tent on the ground. but we both got tents big enough to house like <laughs> to house like eight people each, but we wanted to have our own I- space. <laughs> I slept by myself in a 10-person 10 tent on an air mattress. <laughs> again, not really roughing it. But you have to listen to that episode to hear all of the things that occurred. Um, because there there are many. So you're going to get to hear uh, two of them now. One in civilization in a coffee shop. Because again, not roughing it. No. And then another one where we try to find the watering hole. <laughs> What that's called? Sure. We wanted to go swimming in the it river. river. <laughs> it is a watering hole, a bar. I don't
0: know. <laughs> but I don't you guys, river.
1: listen to me. I am one hundred and twenty thousand years old. <laughs> <laughs> My past lives come through in these weird ass sayings. Yes. Okay. Yes. So as we tried to find the river we encountered other things. So go ahead and check that out. We have a little bit of a situation at the coffee shop because why? It's Amy and Sarah. Why not? Why not? So we had Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. It's an Amy's first. An Amy's first. Yeah. <laughs> now, Amy didn't want a first. No, this was not by choice. This was not freaking by choice. It was okay. was so funny, though. It, I laughed so <laughs> hard. So... This adorable woman is waiting on me and um, Sarah's in the restroom and I said can I just get a uh, iced latte with uh, almond milk she said we only have oat milk I said okay sure and I and this place is like so minimalistic like beautiful Mm -hmm. like I I didn't even know if they had flavoring so I was like do you have any flavoring yeah and she's like we have vanilla maple and and I was like oh I'll have that last one and she was like okay it's so good it's like the best one we have and I was like this is incredible Okay, guys, I thought she said caramel. So I get my drink, and I taste it, and I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. I think it's kind of good. I don't know. Definitely not caramel. (laughs) Doesn't (laughs) taste anything like caramel. I was like, Sarah, can you taste this?
2: (laughs) So I taste it, and I was like, I turned around and looked at the flavors that were there, and I was like, oh, you got a cardamom coffee? And you were like, no, I got caramel. I got caramel.
1: (laughs) And I was like, no, you did not get caramel. You got cardamom. I was like, oh, well then I start talking myself into like, <laughs> okay, what's well, fine. It's pretty good. I mean, it's a little spicy, like chai, like good. Sarah goes, I said, this tastes like curry. I was tumeric. like, <laughs> I was like, damn it, Sarah. I hate curry. And now I just was like, this is the worst thing it. I've ever drank. Um, but then I looked it up cause we had a little service over there at the coffee shop. And I was like, looks like this is good for you. I'm just going to pretend like this is like healthy and maybe going to do something good for my body. (laughs) And so that's how I drank that coffee. I think it's like anti-inflammatory. And then came the hike. Sarah and I are literally the last people at the campsite. So, you know, the other 18 women are at the river. So we're like, all right, well, we can, she's like, I I was like going to go to the road. She's like, no, no, no. I swear. I hear it over here. And I watch them walk this way.
2: Yeah. And they, the one of them said, like it's
1: li- It's just right down there, and you make a left, and you go straight down, and there's the ri- like there's the beach, right. But I also remember somebody saying like five minutes. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. So I, uh, oh. we walk and we're walking and talking, and we see the what what looks like an opening. Yeah, it was like a nice
2: big large opening. Sure. So we're like, this must be it. So this must be it. So we walk down we get like five steps in Amy's
1: like this is not right and I was I, like sure it is
2: this is it's a big open space let's she's just like, go she's like listen I
1: can hear the water yeah she's saying, I can hear the water and I said but I don't see any footprints and I feel like there would be a path uh huh <laughs> so I was like
2: no it's fine as I'm
1: like marching over sticks and moving trees out of the way (laughs) exactly what we're doing and she's like real concerned about poison ivy and i'm like like, well (laughs) if it's a path that everyone has gone on there's no poison ivy if it's not there's definitely fucking poison ivy (laughs) so i'm like wow (laughs) so we get down to the rocks where it looks like maybe we can cross over the rocks we'd have to go in water and i look at her and i'm like nope And i turn (laughs) Did I go back (laughs) up? She starts to go back up. So she follows me. Yeah. We get to the top. We don't have a better place. So we go back.
2: (laughs) Like, well, we could try it again. I was like, I just
1: really wanted to get in the water. I know. I was like, we could see them. Yeah. We could see them. We couldn't figure out how to get to them. We just couldn't figure out how to get there. So so we walk. And I let Sarah lead.
2: (laughs) She let me lead, obviously. Because, you know, if there's something that's un like undesirable in the bath. I need to hit it first before she, (laughs) does. because I'm such a princess. I get it. And I'm cool with that. (laughs) So she, I'm looking down because I am having this was okay. The whole point of going was so that I could lower anxiety. Oh my God. I am having like almost an, like a, a legit like anxiety attack because I'm panicking about poison Ivy and ticks. So I'm looking straight down and I'm like, trying to like weave through i'm like oh, leaves of three let them be leaves of three let them me <laughs> i'm just like saying it over in my head i'm like oh my god oh i think that was poison ivy i think i just walked through it and, and there's there's no path no and then i hear amy behind me go um is that a carcass <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait i look ahead and i don't i'm like decide if i'm gonna say something or not okay, in my head because i'm like Oh my god. And I all I could do was think of our murder shows about how people oh found shit in the woods I and I'm know. like I just discovered a murder. Oh my <laughs> god, that's not what I came here for. Like I was like Sarah I immediately
2: was like, "Oh, she's being dramatic."
1: Yes, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. And uh-huh. she looks
2: and she goes and then I whipped my head up and she goes, "Well, it's because it is." Yeah. She goes, I think I see a carcass, and I go, I look up, and I'm like, "That's because you do." <laughs> I see it too,
1: <laughs> and I just think, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and then she goes, "That's human." <laughs> I just, I really want to be is on morbid, not okay? Human, that is like a deer or something, but there was no skull, so we didn't know, honestly. But honestly, it was the it, it was, was a rib, deer. It was a rib cage. It was, cage. It was it ginormous. Was yeah. So maybe a big human. <laughs> <laughs> like the yakness oh, monster.
2: <laughs> we were on the Yakagani River. And so. our friend Jackie was making all kinds of yak jokes. It was so jokes. good. It was, it was so good. Yeah.
1: But we had to like climb over rocks and through rocks and slip and slide in mud. And I just kept saying, I feel as though if this was the path, there would be like a bridge. Right? <laughs> She's like, no, no, no. This is just how it is. <laughs> I'm still insisting. I'm still like, this is no. She's this like, this I, right see I see them. I and see I them. And I was like, Sarah, I was like, we're going to get up there and they're going to laugh so hard. So they didn't though. No, because they didn't see us coming. Actually, yeah. we, we kind of like snuck up on everybody, but it was not a path. We had no. to like jump over things and almost busted my ass going yeah. across the rocks in the water hole. Oh. Yeah, we made it though. We did, but on the way out, we took the right path. There wasn't a bridge, but there was actual fucking steps. It was like this wide ass path, like so wide, like you could have taken a big ass stroller (laughs) and a wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Sarah and I are tiptoeing through (laughs)
0: through poison ivy and shit and
1: carcasses.
2: Guys, I mean, we went camping. On air mattresses, we were served charcuterie, and I still and managed champagne. To, and champagne, and I still managed to get poison ivy before we even got there, <laughs> and we got lost and found a carcass. I mean, <laughs> who does I don't that? Know. I don't know. Oh, we Amy do. and Sarah. That's yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm i wish i I could say we were just like making
1: this shit up for the pod but it's we're we're not we're not this is our life we're absolutely not it's (laughs) a a good episode i could go on and on about the things that occurred but just go listen to it. 32 it's fucking funny (laughs) so after you listen to 49 and it breaks your heart go to 32 go to 32 that'll give you a little (laughs) pick me up that you're looking for Uh,
2: oh my gosh
1: tell us about your last one girl I'm
2: going to end it on a, a mixture of happiness and heaviness because this episode basically has everything. It's episode 26 from Survive to Thrive, where we talk to author and life coach Katie Maloney, who has one of the most horrific upbringing stories that yeah. I've ever heard. I, yes. Um You know, just to give you her background on this uh, episode, she was um, sexually abused by both of her biological parents from the time she can remember for her entire childhood until she was 18 and she moved out. Um, So to talk to her, and you'll hear it in her voice, she carries a light and a joyfulness that is so impressive and astounding to me for what she's been through um i mean amy and i at one point during the episode say like <laughs> were we would not have blamed you if you like got up in the middle of the night and like off your family like oh at least, yeah c- like if the, because that's how
1: to do it i wanted to find I know. them yeah after exactly. listening to her story
2: yep yep so um, her her light and her methods, she developed her own methods of coping and put these things into practice. So she would trial and error and things some things would work and some things wouldn't. And so she tossed aside the things that didn't work. And then she really honed in and developed the things that did work. And she wrote a book called Cake Pops and Coffee, A New Conversation About Trauma. And I cannot recommend that a book more highly than i can for this if you have experienced trauma in your life and i'm talking to all of you to you right there who feels like your trauma isn't as big as other people's i am mm-hmm. here to tell you amy and i can both tell you it is because if it affects feels you, like trauma
1: to you then it's trauma.
2: Absolutely. One hundred percent. It doesn't matter. You know, we hear big T trauma. We hear little T trauma. We've used those words before. And I think we've really learned over this past year that that's just not even a thing, because if it is trauma to you, it is trauma. And um, it doesn't matter what your perception of the size is. Um, It is something that you hold and that you are healing from. And anyone and everyone can really benefit from reading this book and from listening to this episode um and really just getting to getting to experience Katie Maloney is honestly like yeah. she's an experience like it was it was something that like I that is that conversation will stick with me forever
1: I really feel like our mouths were just like left open like the whole yeah. time like our jaws were like to the floor because how do you become the person she is mm-hmm. with what she's gone through Astounds me. So, yes. If you have not listened to that, it's life-changing. I highly recommend it. That's episode, what? 58 or... Episode 26. 26. Oh, way back when. 26. From Survive to Thrive. I
0: remember being a little girl and just having been abused and having to, like, being forced to abuse my sister and I remember just being like so. I just what felt I can't even describe feeling. It was a horrible feeling, and I felt like a monster. I was like six or seven, and um, I remember just laying in bed and like I knew that it wasn't over. I knew it was going to happen, and I mean I didn't know that it was going to happen for like another eleven years. But yeah, um, I and the sounds maybe kind of cheesy, but I, and I talk about it in my book. But I remember looking, seeing the moon in the window and I just held my own hand and mm. I looked at the moon and I was just like, so there was just something in me that knew that it this wasn't it. Um, and like, and I truly believe that I've, I've always been gifted with the ability to be like, okay, this is where I am right now, but I'm not my circumstances. So wow. like, this exists right now, but we're going to be out of here at some point. So it's going to be okay. So that was, I'm so
2: grateful. I don't know where
1: that came from. Make sure that you check that out because it is beautiful.
2: So those are just some of the ones that really stuck with us from the year. But here are the ones that you guys have downloaded the most. So um, we just wanted to share those with you. So, in case you're new to joining us and you haven't gone back and listened, here are the ones that everybody seems to really enjoy. Um, At number five, that is cult following because of Lularoe, and that's a two-parter. <laughs> um, so we're <laughs> that one is um, surrounding the Lularoe um, MLM, multi-level marketing company that Amy and I were both a part of. It's actually how we met one another. So you'll definitely want to hear. You'll get to hear the origin story of Amy and Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> is that a good marble yeah. voice? No. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me try it again. <clears throat> The origin story
1: of Amy and Sarah. Is that better? No. It needs to be a dude. Can't do it as a girl. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. I feel like Vian and Lily would put their nose up to that. Yeah, they definitely would.
2: But uh, yeah, you can check that out. We're really hoping to do some more cult stories this year. We want to cover... I particularly myself would like to cover the Gwen Shamblin cult, which is the remnant fellowship church. She had a Christian based weight loss, pro- weight loss program called the way down. Um, <laughs> there is an HBO documentary called the way down um, about her. Oh my God. And I've never heard of her. I like oh to go watch that. Amy, hold on. Please do me a favor right now live on the air look her up right now and look up images you need to see this woman i what's her name Gwen Shamblin S H A M B L I N so this woman as you go through the years her appearance changes a little bit more each year and <gasps> gets a little <gasps> Oh my! (laughs) I'm so sorry to make fun of someone. I know. Okay, so listen, guys. I'm not making fun. Like, listen, this woman's hair is is, remember in Mean Girls when he says her hair is so big because it's full of secrets. This woman's hair must be holding every secret in the universe. I've never seen another human Whoa, being's hair Sarah, so big. In my
1: that body. is something. I've never seen anything like that before, ever. <laughs> and I lived through the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> like this
2: gives the '80s a run for its money. It's it all sure of the, is. It's nice It is 1980 through 1989. Like that is all, all it there. is It is worth a Google search. Yes, look so her up. Definitely look her up. It's just you know. For shits and giggles, but anyways, <laughs> definitely want to cover that, and I know that you and I have both kind of uh, gone down the rabbit hole of Nexium, so I would love to dive into yes. Nexium information too. At number four is episode forty. If I'm too much, go find less, and uh, that Bay is with our- moved up in the ranks. Yes, our girl Bay Savage. Damn, girl, that was a um, that was a like comeback kid story because. She, that episode wasn't in the top five. Like, I don't even think it was in the top ten. No, up until this past month, and then all of a sudden, boom, she's at number four. So maybe I thought that was everyone awesome. is
1: having a sexual revolution. Yes, that would be fucking amazing. Because you have to be open to sexual human sexuality and cool with things to to enjoy this episode. Yeah. So listen to Lauren Joyce and then Base Savage <laughs> and then Base
2: Savage. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Open the doors with Lauren yes. and then just let the flood drown you with Base yes. Savage. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, coming in at number three for the top most downloaded episodes is episode seven, dating after trauma, a widow's love story. And I just love that episode. Tell us a little I bit love- about that one. Aime.
1: I love that episode so much because I think that our story is so beautiful Uh, even today as it grows every day. And um, I try not to say too much because it is annoying when people like have these relationships that you're like, oh, well, lucky for you, you fell in love twice, you know. But honestly, Mike is uh, one in a million. And the more that I'm learning about like, whatever, however you stand on this past lives and soulmates and things like that, I truly believe that there was something to that on that dance floor that we definitely found each other, that we were meant to be together. Um, I, I can't really wrap my head around any other reason that it's so good. And so this is just the story way back when of how we met and, you know, I I haven't listened to it in a while. I'm sure that we are very different people now. We have, I know I should, I, We have worked really hard. And that's that's the thing about relationships, folks, is that like you have to work so hard. We work really hard. Um, we make a lot of mistakes. I have, you know, a lot of apologizing and actual true forgiveness that needs to happen, you know, with my you know, sometimes in my stress that overflows into him and me acting out or whatever it is. And we do we work our butts off and because of that we have a beautiful relationship so yeah i love that one i'm glad that it's up there i'm glad people can find hope that's the other reason i love it is that there's hope um after the worst possible thing that could happen in your life happens
2: and i just want to like rewind and give you like a virtual slap Cause we're not in front of each other this time either. <laughs> so I'm just going to smack you like through the oh, screen. No. <clears throat> it's not l- lucky for you that you found love twice. Like you just said it yourself. Like you guys work your asses off at that relationship. Yes. Randy and I work our asses off at our relationship. Yes. Like this is, it's not easy to have a beautiful love story. It's yeah. Love isn't easy. It's a and choice say like every it day. It should be, it should be easy. It should. Well, yeah. Um, <clears throat> choosing to love someone should be easy yeah. but what you have to work on and you know it's you're, people are so exponentially different from one another yes. that it's never gonna be like this easy like flawless thing that happens so I think that you guys have shown that hard work and like putting the work in and everything just makes it completely worth it so you deserve this beautiful love story and people can say it's annoying but um, I say like that. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm
1: proud of it. I really am. I'm proud of it. And I'm going to bring
2: back a Lauren Joyce uh, thing yes. that she says from her episode, because I just listened to it again today. So it's like, I'm getting all of these like nuggets re put back into my brain, which I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she says that we are taught as women, we're taught to bond with um, bitching about shit. Like we're taught to bond with negativity.
1: Oh, And
2: so like, that's kind of the way that, you know, I think that's That's why I forgot she said that. mm -hmm. Yeah. And so gossiping
1: comes in. That's where, you know, talking shit on your husband, your boyfriend. Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. And you know, another side of that is that, um, you know, she said that she can, she'll trigger people and Mm -hmm. it's because they see something in her that they wish that they had. She's, she's confident. She's beautiful. She is, out there and she's just speaking her truth and so I think that sometimes <clears throat> that can trigger people because they want to experience that and they're not mm-hmm. experiencing it so um I just think that you know you should revel in that in the fact yes. that you have found love twice but um I just want everybody to know that
1: I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> well thanks
2: um number two downloaded episode is Gaslighter Denier. That's episode 11. (laughs) I mean, I don't see how it couldn't be. We tell you guys to listen to it pretty much every single week.
1: (laughs) All the time.
2: But there's so much good information in there. We tell you how to recognize gaslighting in relationships and friendships um, and, you know, give you those things to look for and to be careful with. And we're hoping in this year that we can talk to you about it from a work point of view.
1: I, I am so there for that. I'm yeah. so ready. I want that conversation to happen because we spend so much of our lives at work and right. we need to really not be treated like garbage.
2: Exactly. So, I mean, it used to go on, you know, where in, it goes in on every life. It goes on everywhere. So, yeah. yeah, we'll definitely we'll hit on that this year. I can't wait and then the number one downloaded episode of the podcast uh for this year is bipolar disorder scott story and that's episode 28. And there is a major reason for that. Um it is just such a great educational episode honestly like yeah. there's so much emotion behind it and you are so open and vulnerable and share so much in that story. Um but I learned so much about bipolar disorder from you telling that because you had sh- have shared with us before that you lived in secret. And so, yes. there's things that people just don't talk about. yeah, and and you talk about those things here. So,
1: yeah, I do. And it really does um I don't want to say make me happy because that doesn't seem right, but i'm I'm really proud, I should say of that, the fact that Scott's story. Is being listened to by so many people and that the stigma surrounding bipolar is, you know, it's being destigmatized, that it doesn't have to be so scary, that you don't have to hide in the closet, you know, like that's how I felt I truly did, because it's some people just see it as this big scary monster. And um, if you're struggling with it or you have a spouse that is, or a friend or a family member sharing about it with someone, gosh, taking that weight off your shoulders can just be really helpful. And, you know, I have lots of plans of how I want to help the world in this arena, but for now I'm just sharing my story and I'm so glad that it's getting out there for people to hear.
2: Sharing stories is such a huge healing step for the people who are sharing the story and for people who are listening. Yeah. And I've learned so much just from listening to people's stories. And there's a podcast that I love to listen to. I know you loved it. Love it too, Amy. Yes. Um, It's called, this is actually happening. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's a wondery podcast, but you can find it on Spotify and Apple podcasts. And it is all the, all it is, is are people sharing their stories. And there's one in particular that really opened my eyes to You know, it's. I always thought like getting a mental health diagnosis would be this like devastating thing. Um, I mean, I I am diagnosed with major depressive disorder, with treatment resistant major depressive disorder. And you know, when you're in a depressive state, that's a devastating thing. (laughs) When I'm not in a depressive state, I can recognize that as okay. You know, I need to find what to do next. You know, what's my next steps to try to to heal. So one of the episodes on this is actually happening is called What If You Thought You Were Jesus Christ. And it is about a woman who um, experiences a break, uh, thinks that she is Jesus, thinks that for at first thinks Jesus is speaking to her and then thinks that she actually is yeah. Jesus and um, is then hospitalized and is given the diagnosis of bipolar one. And she talks about how helpful this was because it was like, She was given an explanation and given a treatment plan and was able to, you know, begin a road of recovery. I mean, I I know it's a lifelong battle, but was able to see the path ahead of her and at least know where she intended to go with it. Yeah. And it was a, a good, helpful thing for her.
1: And I think it's so good to hear multiple stories, as many stories as you can, because, um, that story you know she felt that freedom there um many people who are bipolar there's something about being manic that you do think you're jesus i'm not sure it's like that's saving everybody you're you're more important than you you know so um but the more you hear and the more you listen to people's stories the more you can understand how everything is fucking gray (laughs) yeah right and, and and that's another thing that if I were to, you know, be able to instill something in my legacy is that it's nothing's fucking black and white, guys. Come on. Right. It's not. Uh it's gray. So, you know, come on Don off your high horse and live down here with the rest of us. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. the gray where, you know, we're just trying to figure it out. And there there's no right or wrong. It just it just is. So we're doing the best we can.
2: I think a great thing to take from that is that is um and what I'm, you know, learning more and more every single day is it gives me the um it gives me the courage to give people more grace with every single day and with every yeah. story I hear. Yeah. It makes me a more patient person. It just gives me this <laughs> It takes, it, it like rele- releases stress because you get these stressful feelings of like, why is this person like this? Right. And so you just don't know. And so hearing stories like this, it helps you to really realize and understand that everything is fucking gray and everybody is carrying their own shit around.
1: Even if it looks like they're not.
2: <laughs> Even if it looks like a
1: fucking diamond, it's not. It's Even shit. if they have <laughs> their lips on and their nails done, yes. it doesn't It doesn't mean anything. Right. Right. So we are going to go into 2022 and bring you more stories and share more with you about the, you know, the things that we're all dealing with. We're going to be the ones who say it out loud. If you have a story to share with us, we would love to get it on the air. You can go to our link tree on Instagram at unqualified therapist and use the Google form there and you just fill out what it is you want to tell talk to us about, and we'll be in touch so we hope to hear from some of you because I know that you have stories to share.
2: Yes, please reach out. Um, that's you know what we're here for. That's what this platform is for. We are here to remove the stigma surrounding mental health. We are here to knock down those walls, to break in the doors. We want to... Shout it from the rooftops. Like, yeah. make this a normal fucking conversation, yeah. people. It's okay to not be okay. Let's talk mm-hmm. about it and and give each other <clears throat> the respect and um, grace deserved. So that's why we're here, and we want to keep it going. Yes, we do. biggest way that you can help us do that is to head over to patreon.com slash unqualified therapists inc that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash unqualified therapists inc it is in the show notes you can click it right from there so if you just click on the artwork and hit show more um, you'll see all of the links uh, to get to the fun and important stuff there Um, you'll have options to support us monthly for as little as five dollars and Uh, it goes a long, long way, $5. I know it doesn't sound like a lot, but it is, it's, it's a lot, um, with the more supporters we have, what that's going to go towards is us being able to hopefully form this nonprofit that we're looking to do in 2022. That is our biggest goal. I think for the year, um, with that nonprofit is going to come a lot of work, um, surrounding breaking down those stigmas.
1: And. Also, those of you that have been supporting us since the beginning, I just want to give a big shout out and say thank you so much because here's what you've done: you've allowed this podcast to stay on the air. It is not free to to do a podcast, especially no. if you want good sound, uh, <laughs> if you if you want to continue to grow, if you want people to be able to hear it. So, right, well, you know, I'll be quite open with everyone the money that is in. Uh, Patreon goes directly to those bills. So Sarah and I have never seen a cent of it. Um, and that's, you know, okay for now. Hopefully someday <laughs> we'll be able someday to make this. this can f- be our... This will be full-time. But right now we just want gig. to... We just are just paying how to keep the podcast going. So we are so grateful for your support. And we truly believe that those people who have been with us, gosh, for since the very beginning, almost everyone that's on there and yeah. are our partners in this journey to break the stigma surrounding mental illness. And I believe with all my heart that you're with me on this. And when I wanna give up and I want to say, you know, I can't go on or it's not worth it or nobody's listening or whatever, I think of you guys who have made that decision to be our partners. And I think, you know, okay, we're gonna keep going, we're gonna keep growing, we're gonna keep moving forward.
2: Yeah. And I think what is really exciting are all of the things that we have in the works for 2022 for Patreon. So that is a lot of exclusive content, um, and things that you can only get from being on there. Um, we are really working with um marketing team to figure out some great stuff for you guys. Um, so it's going to be a special area. So you're not just supporting us, you're also getting some stuff for it too. So, um, I just really want to thank you all for those who are on there and really encourage those who want to show us that support and keep us on the air um, to go check it out
1: and if you can't do that right now which we understand isn't always possible yeah please go give us a rating you can do it in spotify now as well as apple Podcasts. so so cool so go give us a rating give us a review you have no idea what a big deal that is. It's humongous. It it helps us to be seen more by visible. more people. Yeah. And, you know, just go in and rate us, give a review. We would be eternally grateful.
2: Where do you know where you can do that on Spotify?
1: It popped up for me today. Um, At the top. Let's see. Where is gonna, it? I'll
2: take this out. I'm just wondering, like oh okay so if
1: you click you ready yeah so when you go to the top and it says unqualified therapist there is this is on spotify this is on spotify there's three little dots and you click the three little dots and it says follow rate show or share so what you could do is do all three (laughs) Follow us, rate the show and share. Give us a share on social media. Give us a share in a text message to a friend who might, you know, benefit from the show. So all three of those things in Spotify would be extremely helpful. Yes.
2: Oh, my gosh. We are so eternally grateful for all of your support in 2021. And we cannot wait to see what 2022 holds.
1: We hope that you spend the next, you know, if this is dropping Thursday, I guess you have today and tomorrow to reflect a little bit on the year. You've done great things. Know that um, every small step that you've taken forward is better than the one, you know, that that you didn't. So be proud of yourselves. We are so excited to walk through 2022 with you and hope that you will continue to join us on this journey. We love you, Warriors. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's Stay Wild. And Weird. <laughs> See you in the new year.
2: This episode was brought to you by Sarah Simone and Amy Baumgartner. Theme song and other music provided by Epidemic Sound. Editing and production by Sarah Simone. To help us keep making episodes just like this, join our fan club at patreon.com slash unqualified therapists, Inc. Follow us on Instagram at Unqualified Therapists, where you will find our link tree to all things here at the UT. If you have a story to tell or a topic you'd like us to discuss, email us at
1: unqualifiedtherapists at gmail.com. Until next week, warrior. Hold on. We're gonna make it.